0: You saying what niggas is thinking, but you just actually vocalizing it now. Yeah, it's yeah. not like oh, fame's so stupid. It's like yo, bro, this nigga is lazy. He's not doing <laughs> shit, and he needs to. Like, bro, that one, my mama watched that video and go, oh, he know you personally. I was like, you know what? That's not funny. Like, <laughs> like she throwing shots at me and shit because you you cutting my character. Ass.
1: Yo, it's your boy business, aka the show venta. I've been about all your favorite shows and all that. BMF, Power Ghost, Power Force, Raising Kanan, Raising Kanan, Raising Kanan. Girl, I'm trying to show you, like, yeah, you know I mean, I got a special guest in the building. we up upping it every week. we up upping it every week. This is a Love is Love podcast. This is not no regular podcast. Everybody can't come up here. You know what I'm trying to show you? I got AJ Ortiz, AKA Famous. You know what I'm saying? What's good? Hey, y'all? Kanan.
0: What up, boy? I finally came over. Shit <laughs> fire. Nah, for sure. You got the fire fit and all that. I was trying real hard this morning. I, we already had a conversation about a suit yesterday and everything. It was a lot. It was it was a process getting here today. <laughs> nah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> thank you for having me, though, nah, bro. Nah, of course, thank bro. You, thank Thanks you for pulling up and all that. Of course, man. You know, thank you.
1: But yo, man, like we want to get into first off how you got into acting. Like, right?
0: oh okay. word, yeah. That's that. So I started acting at. Two and a half, three years old. And the wow. way that happened is because my mom was, uh, she was like a college teacher. And basically, um, one of her students was a model. And she had told my mom that I was like super cute. I should get into kid modeling. Issue is I got ADHD. So like I can't yeah. stay still that much. So <laughs> coincidentally, the dude doing the, the photo shoot that day was also doing the uh, commercial shoot for the same brand, which happened to be Kmart. And he was like, the photo shoot not really going that well, but I think he would be great doing these same cartwheels down the, down the aisles in the commercial tomorrow. So that was my first shoot ever, and it was like a chance off of this one photographer. After that, there was no looking back. I just started booking shit left and right, and I told my mom at like three and a half, almost four, I was like, I really want to do this. So ever since then, every year she'll, she'll make sure with me until I was like 18, she'll make sure, like, you know, you, you're still good, you still want to do this? But right. every year it was always like, nah. This is my passion. I want to do this.
1: That's crazy how you remember that from three,
0: though. Yeah, bro. I remember, like, I don't know why. I kind of turned on at two. A lot of my, like, my earliest memories are from, like, two to, like, three years old. So I really remember a lot of my earlier shoots. And it's crazy because a lot of people don't really remember shit the older we get to, like, you know, after five. And it's like, I'm blessed because I did a lot of work really early. So I think that's kind of what also turned my conscience on to, like, remember all these experiences.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So you, you a vet out here.
1: I've been, oh, huh,
0: it's funny because when I'm at work, you know, we'll talk about how long each of us have been acting for. And like someone like Omar Epps will be like, oh, 25, almost 30 years. And I'm like, oh, I'm right behind you. I'm at like 22. Huh? Like, yes. that's always the reaction. because like, I'm so young. So it's right, like, how right, long have right. you really been doing this? And then when I did uh, the, the other podcast, The Crew Has It, it was like they mentioned to me, I mentioned to them uh, illegal tender that I did that when I was like seven. Right, right. Nobody right. really realizes that until someone says it, like, oh, yeah, that's the same person.
1: I was about to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah. So when when you finally put
0: two and two together, it's like, oh, wow, nah, he really has been acting for a minute. But at first, I do have a similar face to when I was young, but there obviously has been changes, and I I didn't work every year consistently. So there would be two years here that I didn't really work, but then there'd be constant work in the third year, constant work in the fourth year. So it's like, there's bits of my face through every age range, you know, but it's not every individual year. Right, right. Yeah. So how old are you now? 24, right? I'm 24 now. I'm about to be oh, 25. Yeah. yeah. Like, when your birthday? February 2nd. My birthday right around the corner, basically. <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: have, but um a legal tender, man. You play yeah. Randy.
0: Yeah, that was my that was my first really big role that I attribute a lot of my success to because it really put it put my face in a lot of people's screens that didn't really know who I was at the time. And it kind of made it made a transition in my career as well because even off, you know, my earlier projects, I never really did anything that was like for children specifically. Any role that I played a child in, it was literally because they had to hire a kid. You yeah. know, it's an adult movie, but we can't have an adult play this this character. So mm-hmm. I was playing a lot of young roles at the time and the older that I got, I'm still playing a kid, but I'm playing them in more more and more adult films. So by the time illegal tender came around, that was like the first R rated film that I had gone for. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I did book it, I didn't necessarily know how deep the movie got because my parents never really shielded me from television too much because they knew I wanted to do this. So my mom compared it to stuff that we've seen before and it was like, oh, that's not that bad. And then we went to go film and they start shooting shit outside and it was like, (laughs) oh, that's what you meant. Like, okay. So it was a little different, but it really, John Singleton producing that movie really did wonders for us. And I feel like it made all of us come up on the radar in our own individual way, especially Rick. Like all of us yeah. just kind of popped up on the radar for everybody and it was like, these, these people can actually do what they what they need to do, you know? Fire, fire. Yeah. So yeah, that's when we start from early, Yeah, young. Yeah, I was seven when we filmed it. I think it came out right before I turned eight. And that whole year of me being, we did the Puerto Rican festival we did like yeah. mad publicity tours for this shit. And it was like, that was the first movie I did that even went to movie theaters. Everything before that was either right. straight to DVD or like limited release stuff. So when this came out to like AMC on, I'm from 102nd Street. When this came out on 86th Street and 3rd, I was like, right, that's the movie theater that we see Marvel movies at. Like, yeah. what you mean? So, that's Harlem, right? Yeah, nah, uh, 86th Street, nah, 102nd is Harlem. Oh, so basically, okay, uh, 86th Street is like Upper East Side. But that's the closest AMC to me aside from 125th Magic Johnson. Yeah. And my mom hated that movie theater. So we'd always go down to the, wow. to the nicer one, you know? Yeah. Bro, when we got to that movie theater specifically, I was like, I've watched huge names on this screen in this specific movie theater. Yeah. Like that, it was a big moment for me. It was like, okay, this is this is what I want to do. Like I already knew I enjoyed it before, but as an end goal and as something to strive for, it was like, okay. I like making it, but if this is what we're trying to do with it,
1: yeah. hell yeah. Like, this is
0: it. What? Once, yeah. I, once I saw my name come up in the credits in the beginning of the movie, I was, that was also another, that was the first project that I was billed high enough that I came up in the beginning, as opposed yeah. to just at the end. Right. So when that shit happened, I was like, <laughs> that's me. <laughs> it was just, it was this big, wow moment, and it was just so surreal. So like when you was walking in the neighborhood, there was I know everybody was
1: stopping you type shit was crazy.
0: So the problem that I I still go through is people act like they know me, right? So <laughs> I, I go through like I still go back home, even though I don't live over there no more, I still go back home to see family members that live over there, right? So I go check on people and shit and I'll be walking down Third Avenue and somebody who thinks they know me because they've seen me before. Yeah. Randy, mad laugh. And what's crazy is I've played so many different characters since then. It's like I, 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 would assume they would call me something else. Yeah. Nope. Now with this, famous is taking over. But other than that, like if you were diehard fan, bro, Randy's the first thing somebody calls me outside, and I can't get rid of that because the first thing they say is the chunky Spanish kid. I lost weight. I just want, I just want to throw that out there. I'm working with a nutritionist with this show, like it's, you know, I'm trying to get there. Yeah, you tell me that. Yeah, bro, like I never shake that fucking that that uh. That image of that character, the long curly hair with the little big front teeth and just chunky running around saying slick shit. For some reason, once people put two and two together, they're like, that's you. Yeah, definitely. It's a classic movie, that's why. It's a great film. And what's yeah, crazy is movie. I thought I was biased with it at first because I never liked watching my own projects. I, I critique myself too much. Everything else is fine in it, but it's just my performance is always subpar to me. So yeah. watching that movie is one of the first times I was like, huh, this is fucking good. Yeah. So. I thought I was biased, though, because I enjoyed filming that specific movie so much. So it was like, we got to go to Puerto Rico with that shit. It was my first time going there. So it was like, I had so much fun. Rick was like a real older brother. Yeah. So it was like, I genuinely felt like this was the most fun I ever had on set. That's probably why I liked it so much. So when the fans felt the same way, it was like, nah, we really made a great project. Okay, cool. Nah, for sure, for sure. So you make music in real life? Yes, sir. Right, so right, right. I've been making, so I started off with poetry, so that way I knew what I was doing properly, right? hmm Then I transitioned to music when I'd say about 15, 16, strictly all for of females. Not going to lie. It was straight poems <laughs> that I was writing for girls. I just put to beats now. It was the same yeah. shit. So when I made that transition, my mom, my mom is an author. So oh, she's oh, a published oh. author. So she basically made sure that I knew the ins and outs of what I was trying to do before I did it. So she helped me when I first started trying to, you know, make music and shit. She helped me put certain things to, like, syllable play and, like, you know, stretching out words and stuff. She'll help me with that. And then once I got the hang of it at, like, 15 years old, I was over. It was over. I was making music out there. I have so much music I didn't put out. It's like, I think I have, like, five out. albums worth. You got to put that out. Yeah, bro. It's a, it's a, I'm sitting on a yeah, lot. It's time. Right it's time. It might be, because Fame is <laughs> taking over with these bars, so <laughs> I might have to do this little transition, show you what it's really hitting for, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, Streets Need a Body, man. Listen, man, oh, they've been man. calling for this shit. Streets Need a Body.
1: I, I, Yo, I bro, I is. had so much fun
0: making that song. Oh, I made that song with a, with a guy named Sean C. He's an incredible producer. He's an incredible writer. They showed me the reference track to that song, and I remember thinking to myself, what do y'all need me for? Like, this is already a hit. And he was yeah. like, nah, first of all, you say certain shit that's... From nowadays. So we need to, you know, make it a little boom old school, but we need to make it authentic old school. Um, I ain't cool. bet for some reason everybody thought that I was like, you know, not well versed as far as 90s music and influential hip hop to what it is today. Yeah. That's what I grew up on. So right, I'm right, going right. into work with reciting chief rocker lyrics. Like I'm I'm heavy involved in all of that. Yeah. So when I actually met with Sean C and he saw like how in depth I go into the topic of music when I talk about it, he was like, oh yeah, I know what you know what you're doing, so like, we both know what we want out of this, let's just go do it. Yeah. We just got in the booth and it was like, "Ah, I bet, he didn't give me too much direction but enough to show what he needed from me and then he let me do the rest and he gave me faith and trust and that's all I needed.
1: Yeah, I was bumping that today, bro.
0: Word! (laughs) That's a good fucking song. (laughs) Haley sings the shit out of that hook, yeah. bro. I'm not gonna lie, because I didn't hear her her um her hook on that. It was still the reference track. I did my right. verse first. When we got her vocals back, I thought I got Whitney vocals back, bro. That shit was crazy. <laughs>
1: Shout out to Haley. Shout man. out to Haley, bro. AKA she be serenading
0: G-box. us at work, man. That shit is crazy. She'll walk by just singing some shit because she has to sing for a character. Yeah. So she'll warm up her vocals in the makeup booth or something. First thing, I'm like, damn, I need to listen to that song now. Like now I'm yeah. in my bag. She's singing Keisha Cole and shit. I won't call uh-huh. my girlfriend. Like. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Nah, Juke always singing them. Juke always singing, but yeah. I think they picked one of the best people ever to do that role because Haley is genuinely a jukebox. Like, yeah. she has so much music knowledge, but then so much range in her own musical abilities that it's like she can literally play, sing whatever you want her to, bro. Yeah, She's, They picked the jukebox to play jukebox. I really believe. In fact,
1: that. it seemed like every time she sings, something bad happened after it. The- the show.
0: <laughs> that's a great observation. I can't expand on that, but that is a great observation. That's yeah, all I can bro. say about that. We going crazy. <laughs> nah, she really does. But I love her character arc and everything. She just she brings a, a very needed twist to the show.
1: Yeah, I feel like I feel like she's needed. Body like got range in the other shows too. Like the um, it did. Yeah, because like even when I do videos on the other shows, like Ghosts and um, Force and all that. Yeah. Like anytime when somebody got to go, that's all I say. I'm like, a yeah, the body. That shit is crazy because, like, people in battle
0: rap started using it. People started using it as like memes and shit, and people started just like using it in their own lingo. And it was like, I didn't realize, I always knew power was influential. So when I got the show, I wasn't blind to that. I knew this was going to be a certain level. I didn't expect shit like Streets Need a Body to become that same level. Yeah. So when I'm outside and people drive by and they scream that shit or they actually playing the song, yeah. I had the real life moment of when my character hears them playing Streets Need a Body in the car next to him. Yeah. I had that same real life moment uh, on 14th the... Street, bro. Like, okay. I was on 14th and somebody drove by playing that shit. I was like, oh shit! And I was like, yeah, that's, that's, that's that me. Like, crazy. It was crazy. I'm, they am just
1: playing it already? Before they were just, just playing either.
0: it, driving, and it was crazy. I was talking to my girlfriend and I was like, do you hear that? Because I think they were at the light first. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, nah, I'm bugging. Like, uh, there's, there's no way. Because you know, 14, Union Square is loud. Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. quiet. Fact. Bro, they finally passed by. I'm like, I know I'm not tripping. Yeah, and they yeah. drove by, and they like the passenger noticed me first because I noticed them. So when the passenger peed me, he was like, Oh shit! Like he just kept pointing at the dashboard. I'm like, Yeah. Like, bro, it was crazy. Like I did not expect shit like that to really happen. I didn't expect the song to be that. Cool to people. It was like that's I how like happened. it, that's how it but damn, like that shit was that yeah. hit off. That hit that's off.
1: That's how it happened in the show too. I
0: remember. That's, that's exactly thing. how it happened in the show. I remember that. It was funny is I remember telling them when we filmed it, like this is something that could really only happen back then though, because now everybody got half music. This wouldn't happen in real life now. That shit dead happened yeah. on 14th Street. I had to call my producer like I'm sorry, I was wrong. It went on Apple Music. bro. Nah, bro. Once it went on yeah. Apple Music, I was like, "Oh, this is a song, song." Okay, <laughs> like I didn't know. You know, on certain songs from shows, they don't make the soundtrack and shit. Mm-hmm. Fuck a soundtrack. We got lit, we got released on our own. Like it was like right. a single. I was like, "Oh my god, that was amazing." It was it was yeah. a great transition. They seen it was hitting. That's why.
1: Because they
0: knew what they was doing. They made it. That's what it is. They just uh-huh. needed me to spit it, and I was like, "All right, I got you." Nah, that's fine, bro. And what
1: you were saying in it is funny too. Are you can you talking about what other people are doing because you're not doing none of that shit.
0: It's hilarious <laughs> to me because what I remember I said when I started writing music, I made sure yeah. I knew what I was doing. There's a lot of shit that I did not talk about before because I didn't know what I was talking about. So like mm-hmm. having strictly just having money. Most of my raps when I was young are about being broke. Like right. I was not gonna rap about having money if I didn't have it, because I'm not having nobody pull my card. Yeah. So because I'm really like that. The fact that I'm doing a song and I'm just living somebody else's life in all of these lyrics, bro, you know how many times we doing takes of the song and I'm like, this shit going to be bad when it come out, bro. Like the song going to be good, but people going to cut my ass. And bro, I couldn't get a haircut for three months. I couldn't (laughs) get a haircut for three months. Niggas was on my ass, bro. And then when I fell from the cops in the different episode, it's another fucking three months I couldn't go back to the barbershop. I just kept getting made fun of everywhere, bro. It was nah. crazy.
1: Nah, bro, like it, it's in a good way, though, bro. No, nah, it's, in love. It, like it's like it in love. It's all in love. But man. when
0: I'm trying to get my hair cut every Sunday, and it's the same joke. A private barber. Every, bro, I need it. <laughs> I need somebody to come to the crib. Comment under the vid if you a barber. <laughs> just, just put your at. I'm gonna look at your page. Yeah, you got to be fire now. You can't. No, be, that's you a can't fact. We not taking bro. no. We not taking no bathroom yeah. barbers, bro. I need the the, the crispy cuts. Bathroom right? barbers. <laughs> <laughs> we not taking no bathroom barbers. Man. I need somebody with Gucci cape. With the little, yeah, you know the one with the little screen in the shit so you can see your phone? All that, right, yeah. yeah, Need that shit.
1: Nah, facts, facts, yeah, yeah. And you could do, uh, they still could cut your hair while you're
0: doing stuff. Exactly. it might and have that. a meeting, you never know. Fuck, well, I'm important now. Nah, yeah. nah fuck, talk nah, about it. Nah, you, know I, ain't like your shit. Your you shit. know I ain't like that. your shit. You know I ain't like that shit. Talk your shit, bro,
1: you got to. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell it. Nah, but when you say, oh, fuck four corners and two dollars. Oh, yeah, nah, that's yeah, my I favorite line. That's why I say uh, it so emphatically.
0: Uh-huh. I love that line. I'm I was telling you. It's funny. I, I met bro like the last day of filming for for his scene. I met him. And I was fuck twenty. Like, yeah, I was like, I want you to know I focus you in real life. Like <laughs> I'm I'm really cool with you. Like you you my man bro. Like I'm sorry about what's about to happen. <laughs> real yeah. shit. I had to preemptively apologize.
1: Nah, that was that was a big part though. That was a big part of the season.
0: What? It was oh, like man. they they shoot everything in our show beautifully. So whatever is. You'll never really be able to tell the difference between what's important and what's not until after. So you'll see a whole scene and not realize that this table is gonna pop up in another scene that's important later until you see that scene. They shot it to where, when you listen to the song, when I'm performing it, fuck four quarters and two dimes. It's not that serious, you know? Yeah. But they actually make all, like they go to everybody's individual reaction right after that. And then you start realizing, oh, that's what he's talking about. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. So when is putting it together, getting tight. Now, so are you. Yeah. That's they just shoot it so well that everybody has the same reaction at the same time, and it's just it just comes out so beautifully. Now that I'm thinking about it, though, like that was season one, right when you performed it. Yes. Shit? Yes, yes.
1: And then that's what everybody was hearing it. Yes. And the whole like mad different hoods was in there, like Southside was
0: in there, and then they all hearing this shit, like everybody hearing it at the same time, and it was crazy. Is. They, like I said, they shot it well to the point that you can see my group of people's individual reaction, but then you can also see in the backgrounds, like you said, each click is having a different reaction. Some of them niggas like, yeah, Some of them like, wait, huh?
1: Yeah. What you just
0: said, like, so everybody is really coming together and and forming this big reactor basically that Lou sets off once he swings on somebody. Right. So as soon right, as he right, sets right, outside right. and throws that punch, now everybody's going. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just this amalgamation of just like emotion and and pure tension from one song, and it's amazing. Yeah, that's dope,
1: bro. Yeah. I just thought about something too. Um, Shorty that Kana was with, she heard the um, what's it what's the name again? Um,
0: Davina. Davina. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: She heard that song, and, and she, was she just knows like, Yo. us
0: well enough to be like, "He ain't do none of that shit, so he gotta be talking about you." Yeah. Which was... that makes me feel bad as a person. Like I just look that weak, but whatever. So. <laughs> We I got This shit I can't complain about at work, I'm gonna complain now, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Complain. when we actually did it though, it was like that was, that was another one that nobody really put together until they saw her. And then when they saw her reaction, it was like, oh shit, that's right, that's his baby mom's. Damn, so what is this gonna lead to? You get what I'm saying? So it was just, it was always one domino hit another, hit another, hit another, and it was always at the right time.
1: And she set bro up and all that
0: and he took the work. That was, yo bro, <laughs> this show is amazing. That is yeah. one thing I could really say, bro. This show mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. Raising Kanan had to be. I was saying Raising 50. But <laughs> a lot of people, <laughs> that's something that happened in season one. A lot of people thought that this was going to be like a, a episode version of Get, Witcher or Die, Trying. And I was yeah. trying to explain, like, this, this is Raising Kanan. Like, granted, 50 plays Kanan, it's not his upbringing story, though. Yeah. So when a lot right. of people be like, oh, this is a different part of Queens, or that's not what his mom really did, it's like... Um, yeah, like we got a whole team of writers that came up with this. Like we this is not this is not history, this is fiction. Uh Like it's a big difference. So once people got the tone of what season one was and what every other season was gonna be, yeah, that's when the real fans stuck around and was like, oh nah, okay, that's Mm -hmm. what's going on. And they got one of the best theme songs too. Yeah. Again. I'm on the show, so I might be biased. <laughs> NLE? On that song? Oh my god. Yeah. When I heard that for the first time, they like unveiled it to us. I'm young, so I understand that a lot of the other people on the show may not even know who he was at the time. When you mean they, the sample? Yeah, like when they yeah, unveiled yeah, it man. to us, bro. When I heard NLE voice, they were saying who was rapping and like... I didn't need to hear no introduction. Soon as he started, I'm like, that is my boy. Like, bro, I got, when I was at, there's a picture of me at the premiere, standing next to him, looking like a fucking fan, bro. There's one picture on Google that I'm like, like he's taking pictures, got the chains out and shit. I'm just like, <laughs> cause he's tall as shit. So I had to look up, but I'm like, damn, ah, this nigga is mad cool. Like, yeah, 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 it was just crazy. Once I heard him on the hook, I'm like, nah, we got the best song. I'm sorry. Power, <laughs> original Powers theme song is iconic. But as far as how lit that song is, we got it, bro. I'm sorry. That is crazy. (laughs) That is crazy, bro. Nobody expected that. Nah, for sure. It's a 90s show. You wouldn't expect a a nowadays artist to really body that type of song like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, what encouraged you to keep going? Because, like, you got, like, I'm saying you started from when you was like two, and then you said, like, stuff would be on and off and all that, and now you're 24, so. Yeah, like, you was. You know what I'm saying?
0: One of the one of the main things that I felt kept me going was, like, a lot of people that were successful, that were older, they always told me, like, um, the, the best job you can ever have is something that you love doing, so it doesn't feel like a job. They, I was always told that you don't get blessed with that early on. A lot of people have to go through a lot of shitty jobs, a lot of shitty careers even, before they find what they really want to do and what they're good at in the same place. The fact that I was able to find that so early on and know that that was one of those places, I didn't want to, at first it was like, I don't want to take a chance on something else and it's not the same effect. Because I don't want to go, let's say to music and I hate it, but I'm kind of good at it. So I'm trying to see what happens. I know I like this and I know I'm good at it. So I want to focus on this and see what this brings. Once I got to a point where like my first time having a two-year gap of not working was the first time I ever contemplated quitting and it was never because at the time I was like eight nine so it still wasn't a financial thing it was always like if I'm not working what was the point of this I don't want to be paying SAG after dues every six months and I'm not even going to auditions like what what is this about so when I started feeling like I was always going to be looked at as one specific character and that's why I wasn't getting any you know auditions or any roles because if you play a specific character, you have that character for five years, that character runs dry after that. Now you got to come up with something new. You got to come up with something better. Your character winds up becoming from a B character, like the funny guy, to now he's a C character because he's not as funny as the other guy. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So when we got to that point of I was getting pigeonholed, that's what that's called. When I, when I got pigeonholed into certain characters, like the, the funny fat friend, I made a decision and I was like, do I want to just quit all around or do I want to just change my image? So I lost sixty five pounds and shaved my head, and the first role <laughs> I got after that shit you that know, was a coke head. So <laughs> it was a process, but it got people's attention. So it was like yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna just keep doing this. So every time like I felt something get kind of stagnant, I switched up. So the roles switched up, and you kept going, just kept going like that, bro. Yeah, bro. That's Man. how I stayed relevant long enough to be able to like book shit in each 5 year gap. It's not every year, but in each 5 year transition of of like cool thing to cool thing. I'm in at least two projects. So, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy about that. That's okay, it. yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that it.
1: Keep going, man, you know what I'm saying? Like why are we talking about that have to you know the brand, see what I'm wearing. I was saying
0: he already he already showed it from the jump
1: like you you yeah. know what the vibe is you know you gotta keep going, going, on, going. On, bro. I was saying on our way over here he already got his
0: shirts already got my shirt yeah he already got his shirts so you know blessed life. me off rip uh huh I was like damn okay yeah I'm special on the, walk, on, the, on the walk up on the, walk, on the up. walk up bro on the walk he's like not nah, it's you I didn't know what was going on bro honestly that shit was cool I was like I got a gift already damn let's see when I leave like. <laughs> Nah, back, bro.
1: Keep going. I'm saying you can go on the site. I'm saying businessandco.store. Again, businessandco.store. Keep going. It's going to be on your favorite celebrities and all that. It's already on your favorite celebrities already. It's already going crazy. It's going to be global. It's going to be the
0: biggest shit out. I'm saying go tap in. I have a question for you, real quick, because what you just said. How big is manifestation in your field? Because manifestation in my field is fucking huge. I got to speak these roles into existence. Big, bro. Telling you. me I'm
1: gonna lie, like I gotta talk about it, bro. So like when I first started doing the videos, mm-hmm. like one of my um, one of my biggest goals mm-hmm. was 50 to see it. Word. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like this was like month before, like probably like a year before type shit. And I was I was just locked in, like, power ghosts come on, like every week I'm dropping like 12, 13 videos. Like, oh, Yo, okay. You was just, you was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. BMF coming around, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Force come around, I'm doing the same thing. Raising Kane, I'm doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it was, la- I think it was last year,
0: mm-hmm.
1: last year type shit, like a little bit before my birthday, that's when you posted it.
0: Like yeah. You posted a video. And yeah.
1: All that. Then, like, two weeks after that, you posted another video. How
0: did that feel for you when you posted it, bro? <laughs> That shit That's crazy, right? Yeah, That shit, was wild, that shit crazy, bro. right? That's Yo, if they notice you, it make you feel giddy inside. You be like, "Oh shit, what?" Yeah, Me? All right. nah, like, back, I bro. swear to God, bro. Like, yeah, bro. Like, and it's
1: like, it's just about keep going. Like, I, exactly. I just kept going, bro. Like, I, of course, I got because I remember when I was doing videos. Like before, I was getting like twenty views, type. Like, yeah, nobody cared, type of shit. You know what I'm saying? He but keep going. I just like restructured it. And just, you know, kept going. Exactly. Like, even with, um, like I told you about the fifty shit, like, recently, he was in NYC and I pulled up at a club he was hosting and all that. You know what I'm saying? So, in that's person. In
0: yeah. In person
1: type of shit. Like that's That's
0: cool. You went from yeah. not having no type of contact and him uh-huh. noticing you to now nah, I'm at this nigga's face, bro. Like, yeah. what's good, big bro? Nah, fat, Now, that's bro. growth, bro. Yeah. That is, that's really the, that's the definition to keep going. That's the motivation behind it. Nah, for Real sure, shit. bro. So you like, keep going. You going? You going hit them goals, bro? I promise you. Of course,
1: of course. So like, I pull up to the club, whatever. In advance, I made sure I booked the table and all. that. I was like, let me get all branson. I was like, let me get all
0: branson. I do the same shit, yo. Oh man, I did the same thing, yeah, bro. You man. have to. Yeah. You if you going to go, you going to go big, bro. You got to go big, bro. You can't, bro. I swear <laughs> I did, bro. That's hilarious. I swear. This is why I fuck with you so much, bro. Damn. I went to Makai Birthday and got three of them, I don't know how to pronounce it, but the King Champagne shit. Yeah, I, I need some of I never did that. Bro, first something. of all, we had a table read and they, they had that on everybody's, like right in front of everybody's name. Mm hmm. I was. Three days shy of being 21 at this table read. Right. Three days. You know, they came and took this bottle from in front of me. When they they started making sure everybody here, they saw my birthday and was like, this nigga ain't 21. They grabbed the bottle and I'm like, damn. I looked at Fifth like, yo, big bro, like, what the fuck? Bro, three days, 72 hours, bro. I'm a grown ass nah, man. Like, y'all wanna give it back in three days, I'll come back to they the same bad. spot. Bro, they, they wind up giving me like two on the house when I had bought one, but I had to buy the first one. So I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> but it's whatever though. I still got the two free. So it tasted good. <laughs> I tell you that much. It was a, I got bottled that shit.
1: Yeah. It's a
0: really good champagne, bro. I gotta drink that one. Now. Bro, that's yeah. some king shit. Real yeah. shit. That's why the pieces on there. That's some king shit. Nah, because the Branson was hitting, them, Bro, I'm a dark liquor person and it's smooth as hell, but that shit beat you up on the inside, bro. Yeah. I got so drunk so fast. I had to be driven home. I drove there. I had to be driven home. That shit was amazing. Nah. Do the responsible thing. Get driven home. Yeah. Take the Uber, man. That's a fact. Yeah. Not for sure. Uber say lies. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of times that you be like, nah, I could, I can make it. Like back in the day, a lot yeah. of people used to do it. I don't want to have to stand outside and hail a cab. <laughs> Take out your phone. Yeah, send that little message. You he be here in three minutes. Like it's not that deep no more. That's a bro.
1: fact. You be home safe. You be shit.
0: home safe, bro. Real uh-huh. shit. Drink responsibly.
1: <laughs> nah, but yeah, man. So <laughs> got the Branson and all that. I pulled up Dolo, so I can't drink all of it. So I made sure I get like the the baddest girls in the club. I'm like you yeah. drink whatever y'all you gotta, want. Got to
0: fo- got to follow the formula. Yeah. Hell yeah. So like, bottles when he,
1: baddies. When you pulled up, like everybody was around him, type shit. Like, bro, everybody, bro. So I'm just like, I'm chilling, whatever. ha ha big. and I think
0: a lot of people, though, right, right, right.
1: So, so I'm over there, like, I'm close type shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going a little closer mm-hmm. and all that. And he already got in, whatever. But then when he was going, I guess when he was going to the bathroom, he tapped me and was like, "What up?
0: Oh, word, that yeah, that's fire. Yeah, that was love. He bro. does show love with yeah. love, this dude, bro. Real shit. Definitely, he does." He keep his ass to the streets. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah he know what's Fifth going is on one of the most in tune people ever in his position. Right? I don't know how. Once you get to that level, it's very hard to be in tune yeah. to not at all saying that like we are small, but at the same point at the same level as him, hell no. So yeah. it's hard to keep your ear down the ladder that far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the fact that you can see what's relevant and what's actually important all the way by us and then make it that important near you, oh, that's incredible to me. That's incredible to me.
1: Telling you, bro. Nah, but we about to talk Raising Canaan, bro. Let's do it. You know what I'm Raising Canaan. I'm I'm a, one of the best shit. I'm not going to lie. One of the best shows out, bro. Thank you, bro. They're the best show out, bro. Like, really I, appreciate
0: that. She you was try
1: hit. hard. Yeah, she was hitting season two. Uh, yeah, that, Tell me that last
0: episode too. wasn't amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was a movie in itself, Body bro. Like crazy. bro Body. Body's like crazy. <laughs> But bro, when we did the table read for that episode I was like, mm-mm, people gonna be mad People gonna be mad, This yeah, gonna be crazy man. i was surprised I ain't not get shot, god <laughs> damn It was shooting everybody in that fucking episode It was shooting everybody, bro That shit was wild Everybody was dying, son. Yeah, bro, I'm not they gonna lie, they did you, They did a really It was like an epic Like that whole, that story for that hour It was like an epic almost like Motion the, picture Bro, you just couldn't look away from that It was just amazing yeah.
1: Neek did right, though
0: there's many a times, I'm a Joy Badass fan. When I booked the show, I was like, it was surreal to meet him, all that. Yeah. First of all, when he started flirting with Rock at the table like that, I know, I know I'm know i on the show, right? But I'm watching this episode at Makai's birthday party. I'm screaming, like, put on for the young niggas, bro, please, like, we do this. We do this. Stop playing with him. Snatch your OG <laughs> white from you anyway. <laughs> point being, right? I'm screaming from that. So yeah, when he yeah, started yeah. coming in clutch in the last episode, everybody is on now my side because I've been jacking him yeah, from yeah, early yeah. in the season. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. they start seeing this, shit, it's like, nah, Neek is just solid. Like he, in the beginning, was, he was always seen as like, oh, that's the op nigga. Like if they didn't yeah, know yeah, who Joey yeah, Badass was, like, oh, so he don't want to play the op. Mm-hmm. Not really. He's just solid for what's his. He's 10 toes. But what's his? So if you on his side, he gonna ride for you the same way she ride for everybody. Yeah, word two.
1: Nah, that makes sense though, cause, cause
0: once he started riding with them in the last bro, you see how he, wasn't even a question. He ain't second guess shit. Chop her out. Yeah, that shit was crazy.
1: <laughs> nah, cause Salva was trying to get him to fold. Type shit. hell yeah. Talking about oh, let let let, let him know where they be at and all that. Like what?
0: That scene, I feel. There's a lot of benefits of movies that actually came out in the 90s because of moral value and moral message in the movie, right? There aren't a lot of movies now that take place in the 90s that have the same thing to the same effect. They'll have moral value to it, but it won't be as heavy hitting as if you had seen it back then. Right. That episode, that scene in that episode, I feel was so important to today's culture because of how society sees snitching period. Yeah. There's always some sort of, we ain't going to name nobody, but there's always <laughs> some sort of justification to snitching. So my point being, nowadays, everybody got a reason, around rhyme, a something, flat out, point blank, period. If no. I tell you where she at, I don't even like her. Word. But if I tell you where she at, how the fuck you going to trust me after that? Just yeah. answer that question. Nah, that's true. That's, that how, he, that's how he responded to him. Yeah. And real shit, that's all that needed to be said. Yeah. And that one scene, there was so much free game given out. There was so much like moral value being stood on. Mm-hmm. I felt like that scene was so important to be shown nowadays because it gave everybody a much-needed reminder of what real loyalty is about. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. at the end of the day, I'm not even picking sides. That's just wrong.
1: I'm just not doing that. Like, yeah, it's obviously got mad and all that, like, can not risk, telling
0: you People like that, that, that will shit. never respect that, bro. They'll never respect that because in their mind, if you do this for me, that just shows me more like you're on my side. Yeah. They're not going to see it as eventually he's going to snitch on me until it becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. So they always going to say that, oh no, but he fuck with me more though, that's why. He just fuck with me more.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's like, like on a lower level. That's like
0: somebody talking shit about somebody else to somebody. Same shit. They're exactly right. You and they not with you type. Bro, you. if why were they so comfortable talking to you about it? You get what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's one of the main questions i be having mm-hmm. when people run up to me like, oh yeah, this person was saying that. Why they told you? Damn, like this, yeah. they got this whole comp. Bro, you talking for 45 minutes? That's a lot of information. Like. You know what I'm saying? But people don't think like that nowadays. Yeah. I'm told a lot. Like, I'm one of the few younger people that don't act my age. A lot of people think I'm older when they first meet me. This is why, bro. Like, these mentalities is what I was raised on. So, when we did that scene, I'm screaming in the audience. Like, hell yes. Preach.
1: Yeah. Nah, definitely. It's messed up now, man. Like, nowadays type of shit, bro.
0: There's no no friendship that is 100% trustworthy nowadays. And that's scary. You can't meet two friends that trust each other with their lives, and that's wild. Yeah. That's what a best friend was when I was growing up. Like, your best friend was somebody you know is really going, like, bro, nigga, take a bullet for you. Who you meet in nowadays as my, even 24 or under, that could really say that and believe it and know it to be true? Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people could do that. Yeah. There's man. some of them peppered in here and there, but it's not a lot of people. It's not as much of a generational thing as it was earlier on where everybody that was in like my dad's age group when he was twenty four, twenty-five, all of them niggas, if I kill if I call you my man's, there's a certain level of shit I'm going through behind that. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like I might yeah. go to war for you depend you see my mom's, you've been in my mom's house, she cooked for you. We brothers. Like it was certain shit like that that just don't happen no more.
1: Yeah. It be crazy, bro. Facts. So like how was the
0: audition process for um raising cane? Scary as hell. Um <laughs> so There, there's like a, there's an audition and then there's a callback. So the callback is when like you base, it's like the second round. And this is the people that they're actually looking at for the role. The audition is basically feelers. They're trying to see, like, as far as how they wrote the character and description and personality, the closest type of people they can match that to. And then the second round, which is the callback, is basically those people that they can match it to of y'all who's the best. Now, normally during callbacks, they don't ever have you read with another person. That's a chemistry read. That's something completely different. Callback is just you. Then on top of that, they try to keep you and everybody else separate so you don't know who you're going up against. They put me 15 minutes after the dude I was going against, and it was just us two. And that was crazy for a callback. It's never, it never goes from a thousand kids to just two. Yeah. So the fact that that happened was already wild. But then being 15 minutes after each other, it was like... That, I've never met anybody else that I had to go up against type because they don't want you to have that sense of like, okay, I can see this about him, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? They don't, they want it to be yeah. scary as possible, so you do your best. I got there, and I'm terrified, because as far as the description goes, he looks exactly like the character. So I'm like, damn. I, at the time, I had braids. My was oh. down like right here. Uh-huh. He had the curly hair, afro shit. like He was even dressed in 90s type of clothes. I'm wearing a Supreme hoodie, I think. Like, I just didn't look the part. So, like, I look very much nowadays. So, it was like, damn, I'm already already fucked up there. So, I have to make sure that they can see I actually know what I'm talking about with 90s music, and then I can actually pull it off. Right. I get there, and mainly, not just him, there was a dad there that was obviously not his dad. So, I'm like, who the fuck is that? That was Makai's dad. I didn't know Makai was there doing the fucking chemistry with everybody. <laughs> so when I walked in, they're like, yeah, he's playing the main character. Scared the shit out of me off RIP. Because now we got Sasha, Sasha Penn. The, yeah, yeah. We got Rob Hardy. We have um, Bart Weinberg. We have producers and showrunners. Shout out to them. Shout out to, bro. <laughs> y'all some scary ass people. <laughs> but shout out to y'all for hiring me. I love y'all to death. Y'all know that. Point being, yeah, yeah. I'm there and I'm meeting them all for the first time. Rob was like, Rob was the talker of the group. But you can tell that Bart and Sasha were paying attention to everything just like Rob. They were looking for facial twitches. So it was like, I'm terrified. I lost all track of the lines. So real shit, the first 15 (laughs) minutes of my audition is just talking to Makai and like trying to become, you know, more acquainted with him. I'm also trying to remember what the fuck I was supposed to say though. Because I'm, (laughs) bro, I got cotton mouth. Like everything is just going bad right now. Bro, at one time. And then I remember Sasha just kind of telling me, just go for it. Whatever you have. Because normally they they ask, like, where did you want to go with this character? Or, this is the idea that we had for you to do. And he was like, just go for it. I want to see what you got. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, I just started doing the scene with Makai. And then the end of the scene was actually the part of the first episode that I'm doing the um the rap at the table. The freestyle.
1: Oh, yeah. lunch Yeah. Like,
0: it was not yeah. that actual freestyle yet because obviously it was supposed to be different. But... I remember spitting like two or three extra lines because it was kind of like a cliffhanger. It was like three lines of rap there. It's not a full two bars. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to just continue that a little bit and I added another three lines. And I remember Bart looking down at the paper and Sasha not. And I remember it's like Sasha knew already I was going off the dome. Bart was like, Oh, he is. Okay. Like, <laughs> So once they kind of peeped at are like, you did that just now? I was like, yeah. And then I, like, I kind of also, I don't know if y'all peeped, I kind of turned the paper a little bit so you can see I didn't write it down. So you knew it was coming from, I on know. On top. Yeah. yeah, yeah I like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know was yeah, yeah. trying to, no, I ain't bullshit. All, all this shit. All this but shit. I remember Makai <laughs> being on the side trying to be stoic and trying to like, you know, not show emotion and shit. And according to his interview, after the fact, as soon as I left, he was like, that's famous, which, thank you, my boy. But anyway, it was like, I didn't get a lot from them at first. I didn't get a lot of emotion. Sasha was like, thank you very much for coming in. Rob said I did a great job. So I was like, all right, listen, if one person's on my side, it's big bro. So Bart, same shit though. You did a good job, but you already know they got that certain handshake when they're producers that it's like, you don't know if you you got got the job yet. You feel me? Like a firm handshake, you got that job. They be like, hey, hey." you know, it's firm enough, but it ain't. It's like, damn, does he like me? Like, they let go too quick. You think about it. It's like, fuck, he didn't even like the audition. Like, Uh I left. I got the call, like, maybe a week later, if that. And it was just like, I remember the wave of emotions coming over me because I haven't wanted a role that much in that long. Yeah. I have not wanted something. Because I have wanted the roles that I've gone for, yeah, but it's to further my acting ability. With this one, it was like, I want to play this character. Yeah. I don't know what it was about the original script I read, but I was—it was just something about it that I was like, nah. I really, I have. I told my mom I have to play famous. I don't know what it is. I gotta play this kid. Nah, that's dope, bro. Yeah, bro, that shit nah, was amazing.
1: It fit though. It fit you like it's cause you got, you got some, some of you got some um similarities. Like you.
0: Like, I don't not, like to admit that though. Like, not,
1: not like that. Not on that <laughs> time. Cause we were just talking about. Nah, that. yeah, not I know. Not. not on that. A... <laughs> Not on that shit. Yeah, you're not doing that.
0: But as far as like, just like the, the, like um, the Divina shit in the hallway when yeah. I was there. I was like that in high school. So it's like, there's a lot of times that have me do something that they find silly and I will actually misread the whole shit. Like I, I'll think that I was supposed to do something else. And they find that shit so fucking funny. And they're like, you know what? It's just keep action, that bro. exactly. That's what it is. There's a scene that I say, like, Canaan and Jukebox are both cutting my ass and I go, fuck both of y'all. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to do that at all, but like the whole shit looking between both of them, like yeah. I had everybody behind the camera dying. So they was like, you know what, just keep that shit just in. That shit. <laughs> so I was like, I, now we gotta match it in other angles and shit. But it's like, fuck it, I don't even care. That yeah. shit works. So it's like it's always they
1: they give me a lot of creative control. Nah, I'm, that's crazy because I was just watching um. One of the scenes with Jess, you and Jess, or whatever. As you was mad funny when you got on the. Um, we took about. Look at we'll another shout out to Jess. I thought my sister. Yeah, you know my
0: sister in real life. That's why I'm saying that.
1: In real life. <laughs> yeah, we, bro. That's
0: ri- it's funny because yeah. people say that we look alike and shit like that. We clicked once we started reading as bro. Because I met her, I think maybe three days before filming. Oh, wow. I met that like three days before filming, mm-hmm. and then see, I, I don't even call about her whole name. That's Nat. Like I just, yeah. that's my sister. Like I just. Yeah. We clicked, and it was like, as soon as I met her, I was like, it wasn't, it was like I already knew you, kind of vibe. It was like, I, I know what gets her tight. I could tell like where her line is, uh-huh. of the amount of bullshit she's willing to deal with. Like I could tell what type of nigga she go out with, all of that. Like, uh-huh. Bro, I'm like, yeah, nah, this, this is like my sister, bro. All right. And then we actually started filming, and day by day, I got to the point that I was the annoying little brother to her, and I would come to her with my fucking problems, then about what's going on at home, and shit. And she'd be like, what happened now? Like, yeah. It was just like that after a minute, bro.
1: So shout out to her. That's really my sister. Yeah, shout out to her. Nah. Shout out to that. But that, but that um scene, bro. Like he was like, I'm gonna get it. I know I used to get. I should have got another manager, man. <laughs> uh, uh, he like, yo, she was like, oh, um, oh, you you're not put. You're not doing it right. You 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 was all uh, fucking. Lou, you're not doing it right type of shit. <laughs> Our arguments
0: became improv. After a minute, it was like, there was there was a lot of blueprinted dialogue and shit that we're supposed to say and points that we're supposed to make, but then there was also a lot of improv between the two of us, yeah. especially with scenes like that, because it's like, she would get so annoyed with how I said it. She knows the lines that's supposed to be said, yeah. but I just said it in a way that I just got under her skin for some reason. So now she's saying some shit back, and it's just perfect. It's just like tennis. And she yeah. was amazing.
1: Nah, it's real brothers. Yeah, and
0: shit. it's real brothers and sisters shit. But I'm sorry, I was so annoying that I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while. My bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, she got a crown and all that. You know what I'm saying? She that was a bad
0: out. move. I told you that from jump, but whatever. <laughs> nah, I love Quincy, bro. I love filming with Quincy. He was so cool. Yeah, shout to so Quincy. Shout cool. yeah. out to Quincy, bro. He was so cool. How was it like working with Quincy? It was funny because you expect we expect a certain personality to a certain celebrity, right? You see people, especially when you've seen a lot of them before you get to meet them, automatically you're going to start to develop some type of idea of who they are. This man is the exact opposite of everything I thought about him in the best way possible. Like, I expected a certain type of, not reserved, but just like, I'm funny if you know me type of person. Yeah. he's funny in general. Like, he's just a very laid back, let's get to the work and let's do it. I love when... Doesn't happen often. But I love when he can't remember a line. It's very few times that that happens. But if he can't, oh my God, he will stay in character. He will never break character. Quince is an amazing actor because this man will not leave the role (laughs) for shit. But he'll be like, mid-argument line. Spit the same line to you with the most emphatic, angry face. And it'll be like, all they got to do is edit it now. Like, bro. I love when that happens because a lot of people get so stumped when they can't remember a line that we got to go do a whole takeover again. You get what oh, I'm saying? Like now it's like, ah, okay, we get tongue tied. I even go through that shit a lot. I get tongue tied. I'm like, yeah. oh, fuck, I'm sorry. Y'all like, let's do this again. Bro, don't need none of that. Bro, don't need yeah. none of that. It's
1: crazy because people don't, actors don't talk about that. So that's Actors don't really that. talk about that. They don't talk about that, but that shit really happens. Bro,
0: it's like there's, there's two ways you can really fuck up dialogue. Not knowing what it is and knowing too much about it. Those are the best two ways to fuck up dialogue. So if you don't look at your script and you don't really memorize shit, why are you here? But then past that, if you know, which what I used to do, I my mom used to have me, my mom's my manager, so I keep bringing her up. Um shout out, to you, shout out Mama Love. I don't trust nobody else. Um, <laughs> my mom used to have me read each line when I was little. This is like five, six years old shit. Yeah. She used to have me read each line three times and read the entire script three times. That shit is cemented in my memory now. So I didn't have to continue doing a three-time shit, but I wound up developing my own method to remember lines. And I got to the point that I know my lines, your lines, and the stage directions. The issue with that is I'm not listening to what you're saying. I'm waiting for you to stop making noise so I can say my line. Oh, There's a difference okay. with that. So I wind up cutting people off a lot more and my reactions aren't as genuine because the timing is off. So it'll be like, As soon as you finish saying what you're saying, I'm already like, "Uh!" like, it's not, I'm supposed to process this a little bit. Like, there's a whole facial reaction that's supposed to come with this and it's not happening the right way because I already know what I'm about to do. I'm not, I'm not either. Regular conversations, you formulate your response. I read enough of the script to where when I'm in the scene with somebody, I'm not formulating the response. I'm remembering the response. But the facial expression is the same thing. So normally when you're trying to think of what to say to somebody, that is the same look as when you're trying to remember what the fuck you're supposed to say in the scene. So that just plays beautifully across the board. Instead of learning 100% of the script now, I only learn it to where I know my lines and like 80% of everything else. Just so that way everything, like my reactions and shit, they're all genuine and they're not, I'm not waiting for someone to just stop so I can start. Yeah, it becomes too robotic like that. Yeah, it really does. It makes sense. Yeah, and people don't really talk about that a lot. Like you mentioned, they don't talk about like they talk about the acting methods and how they were taught in school. Nobody talks about the little tweaks and changes of stuff like that about remembering yeah. your lines. So like that's a really big thing. I know a lot of people that over prepare, and they granted knowing your lines is very important. But if you become robotic with it, now you're ruining the character. You're yeah. ruining the plot point of what we're trying to do. And now that's when we have the directors pull up and stand with the dude to the side for like three minutes and tell him, like, yo you in your head too much? Like, just bring it down. The work is right there. You don't got to do but so much more than that. Like, it's, it becomes mm-hmm. a process, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that's something that a lot of people really should talk about more because we'd be terrified about that shit.
1: Nah, that makes sense, bro. Only on Love Is Love podcast you get that type of content, man. Exclusive. show you? Exclusive. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't even do
1: podcasts. Yeah, you don't even do podcasts, right? <laughs> <What? bro>. Exclusive.
0: <laughs> nah, you're a real one. Nah, that's bro. Like we had this conversation. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm real, bro. I'm a regular dude. I'm I'm not I'm not in no position to be Hollywood, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna be who I am. Nah, I feel you I feel you. Yeah. Nah, but you one of them ones now. So <laughs> listen, I'm on the way, bro. I'm trying to get there. I'm trying to get there, man. This shit crazy. This shit crazy. Nah, for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, you're going you got to pipe the Instagram up soon.
0: Not facts. You're going to, you to pipe that up. It's funny because I had 360, 370 followers when I first booked Power, and then we worked for like two weeks, and then COVID shut us down. So, obviously, my followers ain't do shit in that time frame. Yeah. When commercials started coming out, like my face was on billboards and shit, I remember when I hit 3,000 from 300. I'm going to tell him. Yeah. I remember telling my wife. I was like, <laughs> yo, babe. I'm lit now, like, I got 3,000 followers, because she had like a band 1,500, I'm like, (laughs) nigga, I doubled that, what you talking about, like, bro, I'm lit, (laughs) bro, every thousand after that, I remember telling, like, this is just weird now, like, getting 800 views in the first 10 minutes of posting something as a story, the first couple times that happened, bro, I got nervous, I was like, like, oh, it's lit now. Tough. bro, before I had no problem posting where I was at, like if I was at a cookout oh, and shit yeah, like yeah. that, I put, what? I best stop doing that, bro. too. And then when it's like, when I take a selfie, but like, my <laughs> if my girlfriend thinks it's a little too identifying by the buildings, I, don't post that yet. Like. Real yeah. shit, bro. I got the right people around me to keep me from doing shit like That's that. That's good, bro.
1: That's, That's good. real important, bro. I don't even post locations, bro. Like, if I'm going yeah, to, to posting locations. I had to stop doing yeah, that shit. Yeah, like, I don't even... Because should be crazy out here.
0: But people love... And I know this happens to you, too. People love asking you to promote shit. So, like, when you go somewhere, like, oh, can you take a pic in front of the sign? Or can you do this? And it's like... <laughs> yeah but wait 15 minutes till, till you, To post that Let me get my Uber first Like you know what I'm yeah, saying It's like it, You uh, wind up having to have That conversation with somebody now So that's like smart. That's smart Yeah bro That's what I just started doing When I was like Especially when I started doing Like club appearances and shit It was like We could take all the pictures you want Just don't Like as far as the promoter And as far as like um, The Not the, like, the Not the regular photographer but, like the dude that just does Like the videos of the spot itself Yeah Just don't tag me and shit Until I leave Like Yeah You could post it Because I know you have to just don't tag me in none of that shit until I leave. Because once you tag me, not everybody's seeing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. As of right now, security's still the guys. But, you know, I got to get the official team now. Because I remember when we went to uh, Makai 21st, the security that I walked in with was one dude. And it's yeah. my man's is like the biggest friend I got, but he also works security. So it was like, it made sense. Yeah. Then Joey's security was well not Joey's security specifically, but the security provided for Joey bro. Badass? Yes. Yeah. He arrived and the security provided for him was just a lot more official Heavy. tissue and like real don't fuck with me. And then my man's looked a lot smaller after that. And it was like <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So I was like, you know what, I need a I need a team to point me in the right direction for them. Nah, fact that shit man. was hilarious, bro. I remember looking at my man's like, you remember Mal- uh, Malibu's most wanted? Yeah, all that muscle for no reason, nigga. Like, <laughs> I was kind of at that night. I was like, bro, you see how big these niggas is? Shit, crazy. But shout out, my bro. Shout out, Grizz. You know I love you, bro.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shout out, bro. Shout out, bro.
0: <laughs> you know I like him, my boy.
1: Nah, but when shit got mad funny though in season two, bro, when you. Cause like you thought you made streets in the body and all that you was chilling, you thought she was lit. And I all thought that. everything was yeah. Like, I
0: thought I was supposed to be a millionaire. You thought you was out of here. What? Yeah. My character thought shit was sweet, <laughs> cane sugar. Yeah. Come on now, bro. Cause it's funny. A lot of people do that. A lot of people, especially like SoundCloud and shit like that nowadays. Once you become viral, it's like, oh yeah, I'm lit now. i don't to do else. I don't, because we don't have a clean cut explanation as to why I think like that in the show, but it's real apparent that that shit happens. That's Because I got, bro, I got lazy as shit after that song. Like, I remember reading the script and thinking, like, I don't do the studio no more. And then the next, oh. like, the next scene over, somebody like, the fuck is wrong? Why are you smoking so much and not going to the studio? And I'm like, yeah. oh, damn, okay, that's what's going on. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy because yeah. that does really happen to people. They get comfortable.
1: That's what it is. Nah, that's real life, bro. Cause people like, get comfortable. Because, like, in the real, like, music game and all that, like, mm-hmm. you get a hit. And all that, your hit going crazy. Like I'm saying, you booked you booked everywhere. Yeah, like I was saying you moving around and all that. But that's when you got to work harder. That's when you got to put more work in, because everybody's seeing you now. You got
0: eyes now. I work. feel like the prep to that is making sure you're authentic. But then the prep for that event and after is staying consistent. Because yeah. I feel like if you are, that is the stage when you when your first thing hits off. That's the stage that if there's any cards that's gonna get pulled about you, they're getting pulled right now. Yeah, real shit. Once you join the limelight, oh, anybody that think they got some type of flakes of dirt on you is launching that shit on social yeah, media. Yeah. So you have to make sure that anything, like, like I said, anything you're talking about, you really about shit like that. But then past that, you have to make sure that you are consistent in this so you have a follow-up and a follow-up to that and so on and so forth. Because there's a lot of summer songs that came out had niggas lit in them clubs and we went three summers and they ain't shit else. So yeah. I'm tired of listening to the same songs, bro. Like mm-hmm. there's a specific artist that I'm not gonna name, but there's there was like the little vibe type shit. Yeah, it. I ain't hear shit from both since. Like that shit was a bop, bro. Like I almost can see the kid off that song, bro. Like you where the jams at, bro? Like, damn. That shit is crazy. I thought he was gonna be like like back to it. back with it, like You're I thought he was gonna have hits on hits, yeah. bro. He that one is real, doing real good, but other than that, I ain't hear shit from him, bro. It's like damn, my <laughs> my bitch bored right now, bro. Like this shit crazy. She wanna dance.
1: <laughs> my fuck, yeah. Nah, facts, you good, bro. That's why like I was thinking too, like like people that come out like artists that come out with like songs that's not like OD smashes, but it's like yeah, good. But then they got like another one like. They be lasting type of shit if they you really do, see it. Bro. They really it do. Like sometimes if it's too big, it could be a gift and a curse. Like if it's like
0: too, like hit, hit, like type of shit. I've seen it be a curse so much that I'm afraid of shit like that, to be real. So when like, I'm definitely like, I'm not happy that my music is not that successful. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would rather my views be from like the 16,000 they at to like 60. That would be dope as hell. But at the same time, I'm. Bro, I've seen that shit happen to people where it's too much too fast. And it's like you can do all the prep in the world, but certain shit you just don't nobody coming from places that I came from, bro, nobody knows about the shit that we do now. So you can't teach young, younger kids shit you don't know about. You can prepare them for shit like, yo, girls are going to try to get pregnant by you, the da-da-da, shit like that. Or like dudes are going to try to rob you or like somebody going to try to get you to sign your life away because these are things that we've heard of. Right. There's a lot of shit that I ain't know about until I started experiencing it. And it's like, damn, they do that too? Okay. So <laughs> na- now is something else that I can pass on, which is what I try to do as much as possible when I talk to people that first start in the industry. Like, all right, look out for this. Look out for that. But there's like a, a general... Panic board, especially growing up in a hood that's like shit to avoid being famous. Other than those topics, it don't really get that deep. It's not a lot of, they won't tell you that. They'll tell you family do you worse than friends. Yeah, cool. They don't tell you how they do it, bro. Yeah.
1: They
0: don't tell you the, the right. connivance, sneaky ways that family will really try to get shit out of you. And it's like, yeah. Wow. It really gets that deep. Sometimes it gets that deep with friends. Sometimes it gets that deep with people you don't even know. And that's the scariest one to me. When you meet new people, that their whole intention off rip was to fuck you over. That's wild. Yeah. That's a long con, nigga. <laughs> You've been doing yeah. this for a minute. Nah, At least man. they switched. They was like originally for me. Yeah. That's crazy. Like nah, they, the don't, they don't, they don't, they yeah. don't put you on the shit like that. The fame make people act crazy. Hell man. yeah, bro. With some bullshit. Hell yeah, yeah. bro. Maybe acting crazy,
1: bro. But yeah, man. Like I remember that episode too when. um... Got kicked out the crib. <laughs> and your mom came in, bro. And that's when you was, like, lazy and all that. You wasn't in the studio. You was slipping.
0: <laughs> so there's a saying, right? Art imitates life. Now, I don't know Sasha Penn's connection to, like, the magic realm or, like, the other writers on the show. But the fact that everything they wrote about my character happened to me in real life, I don't like that shit. All right. That happened to you, I don't really like right? that shit. <laughs> All right. This is getting out of fucking hand. I brought this up twice already. This is my third time. Bro. I get you out with my mom house in the show, right? Now, my mom, my mom in love did not kick me out. I'm not gonna say that, but she, she definitely was like, nigga, you getting a little up there. Like, what's going on? you getting, a little old now. You making bread, nigga. Like, I get it. You don't gotta go through much here, and I'm never gonna kick you out. You can live there as long as you want, but I'm just saying, you don't want your own space, nigga. Like, you know, you don't wanna be mean to somebody, but you just kinda want them to leave. So, like, it's about that time type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, ugh, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm about to go to sleep. That's the type of vibe my mom was on. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my own spot. I got you, ma. And then right after that, I get kicked out of my own spot in the fucking show. I wound up going through mad, weird shit in my crib because the fucking sink wasn't working, the, the, the stove, the gas wasn't working, all this other shit. I'm in a new building. It's like two years yeah. old. I'm not dealing with all this. Bro, <laughs> I decided I'm gangster. The fucking, the landlord don't want to answer my phone calls? I'm going to stop paying rent. You know this man did not call me back, but sent me an eviction notice. I was like, "Oh shit, that ain't going the way I wanted it to." So now I'm getting kicked out of the show, I'm getting kicked out in real life. I'm like, "Nah, I got a whole other apartment the next day, bro." I could not. I was like, "Nah, I'm sorry, this shit is crazy. I don't like this art imitate life shit, bro." Because I'll go through it at work and I'll be like, "Nah, this is funny." Then I'll go through it at home and be like, "This is real life, like, damn, I'm tight, <laughs> I'm fucking tight, bro." <laughs> When that whole shit, when that transition happened where I left my mom's, so I was granted like in the show, I just got kicked out. It wasn't that same transition, but it was like, it was weird because that was the first thing that it was kind of similar. Uh-huh. So I was like, all right, <laughs> that's funny. And then right after that, I get kicked out the show. I get kicked out my apartment in the show. I am getting evicted type shit. I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm looking at the crib, like I'm making sure the bills is in order and shit. Didn't happen for five months, but it happened. I was like, damn. Because... You know, when you don't pay rent, that's when niggas want to answer the phone now. Yeah. They're like, right, I'll come fix the stove. I thought that's what's going to happen. Bro said, fuck them emails, fuck them phone calls, take this notice. He just put the shit on my door at like 4 in the morning because he know that's when I'm at work. Like, they yeah. pick me up at like 3.30. So, he's on some like, oh, I came in the morning. Like, bro, you know I'm not there. That <laughs> shit was crazy to me, bro. I just packed up wifey and shit and I just left. I was like, you know what? Fuck this place. So, yeah. this whole Art Imitate Life shit, I don't like it. I don't like it at all, because there's a lot of shit that happened to my character coming up. Can't happen to me. I'm sorry. Nah, for sure, bro.
1: And it's crazy because um, the Streets Need a Body record I mm-hmm. was saying, episode nine, mm-hmm. shit went down. Like, that's a fact. That's a fact. Shit, yeah. a fact. shit yeah, went down that Freddy. episode. Resident Beast Freddy. Bro,
0: <laughs> listen, everybody been saying I'm lacking as a character, everybody been saying that I'm doing bad as a character, everybody been saying I'm not like that as a character. All I gotta say is what now? Uh huh. Ran up on Freddy. Now, granted, regret, I, I trembled a little bit. That don't matter. I still pulled the trigger. <laughs> fuck, I could be scared, nigga. That don't matter. I still got it dirt. Yeah. Streets needed a yeah. body. That's what the fuck they got. Streets got a body. Streets got a body. Shout out bro. to bro that per, to, to sorry the, to bro that played Freddy. Cause that dude, he helped me so much through this process. Cause real shit. Not to make it depressing, but, like, my cousin had I got killed the day before we filmed this. Oh, like, my, my first cousin. Rest in peace. RIP tape, hey, bro. That shit was weird. Having to shoot somebody right after that? That was so weird. It was like, yeah. I j- bro, like, we just went to go look at the body and shit. Like, that's a lot, bro. That's a yeah. lot to deal with. His family was dealing with so much at that time. So, it was like, I don't know if I... I went to work the next day, and I swear I am blessed with the most... Family-like cast that I've ever been with before I've enjoyed filming before many a time I've never felt like this cast was that any cast. I was with was an overall family There were certain people that i like, you know found family type shit Like now you my man's close enough you my cousin, whatever it was never across the board everybody I work with I enjoy their presence so much y'all all all coming to the house like you know, what I'm saying it was never like that this Cast, crew, production, back office, front office, everyone is genuine in their motivation and in their intention. And that shit is rare, especially in this industry. So the fact that everyone, everyone say what they mean, bro. At this job, everybody say what they mean. From fifth down, everybody. It's it's weird, bro. Because it's like, this industry is basically... You you filming us lie all day like that's that's yeah. kind of what this is. Right, so a right, lot of people right. don't trust actors off rip. There's a lot of girls I tried oh, to talk to growing okay, up. Okay. They be like, nah, I can't trust this man. He an actor. He gonna lie to me. Like oh, it's not the same man. thing. Yeah, yeah kind of is, but not re- <laughs> not really though. <laughs> I'm sorry, baby. Not really though. Um, <laughs> point being though, it's like it's very odd to find everyone have the same genuine intention and generosity with their knowledge in one place if you don't know something at my at at work that's why i love calling this work because normally i'd be like set or when i'm at the office or whatever everything is clumped together for me with this job because everyone is clumped together i know people that i probably wouldn't know on other sets like Mm -hmm. the art department people i fucking eat lunch with them sometimes like the union dudes that drive the truck shout out kenny that's my nigga bro like (laughs) i love bro like real shit there's a lot of people that i would not normally be that cool with because normal productions and normal companies separate us a lot. Oh, even if yeah. not physically by like literal, they put, you know, during COVID, they had that little plastic shit up in the front part of the van yeah. so I mean, all of us in the back could get it, but he good. So like that type of shit, now they still keep up even though they don't have to because a lot of drivers don't want to fucking talk to you. I get that. You don't want to talk, we all got to talk. But this job, not like that. Everybody is actually generally interested in like, how was your night? You know what I'm saying? Like, you made Man. it home safe yesterday? Like, yo, bro, this was a long-ass weekend. I'm not going to lie. I did X, Y, and Z. Like, there's a lot of times that I get lost at work. My, my girlfriend be like, call me when you stop filming. And i am be like, I right, bet I ain't been filming for three hours. My scene is not for another two hours, but I've been having a combo with you this whole time. So I forgot. That shit doesn't normally happen at work. And here it is so tightly knit, and everybody depends on each other and know that they can. It's incredible, Man. bro. It's incredible. It's I have faith not only in my, co. I I have faith in my co-stars normally because we work on that. You feel me? Like I want to make sure that you know I got you in a scene, I got to know the same. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to go through that process here because it was happening already. And I have that same faith in the makeup department, make me look good for the scene. I got the same faith in the barber to make me not look like a dickhead. Like I got the same faith that I brought the same faith in the cinematographer because I know he's gonna get the best angles to make this look the best way possible. Yeah. I got faith in everybody at work. I love this place.
1: Nah, for sure, man. Shout out to the whole Raising Canaan cast. You know what I'm saying. From
0: the tip family. top down. Y'all know y'all all family, bro. Y'all all coming to the wedding. We just gotta make my side a hell of a lot bigger than wifey's side, so it's gonna go far back. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, I got like 900 invitations, like written, like mental. Bro, it's, it's a lot of motherfuckers, bro. And then you got the, the plus ones in the family. Because Makai gotta bring mama love. Like, he got, it's just so many people that they gotta bring extra. <laughs> Nigga, it's gonna be a TMZ event. Watch. Nah, facts, bro.
1: But yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming through, bro. Like, nah, of course, what I'm saying? bro. Show love and all
0: love that. Is love. Your love is love. love is love. You like how I did that. You like I did that. Nah, ah, you know. nah this is a lit <laughs> podcast, bro. This is a lit dude right here. I'm not gonna lie. You and I have the most organic relationship between podcasts and, and like, interviewee ever. Crazy. Real shit. We just... Oh, I God. saw his videos on Instagram. I felt like he was actually saying shit that I not only agreed with, but, like, it went with the whole vibe of the show and the vibe of the reaction of the people. Like, I felt like your reactions to my episodes and my the shit that I was doing in the episodes was the comments I was getting under the post. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. you saying what niggas is thinking, but you just actually vocalizing it now. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. not like, oh, fame's so stupid. It's like, yo, bro, this nigga is lazy. He's not doing <laughs> shit, and he needs to. Like, bro, that one, my mama watched that video and go, oh, he know you personally. I was like, you know what, that's not funny. Like, <laughs> like she throwing shots at me and shit because you, you cut of my character ass. But I'm saying like I'm really like him at some points, so she's like, oh nah, he know you for real. He saw your room, that's why he saw. I'm like nah, <laughs> that's fucked up. So you know, I just feel like as far as like how we actually got to know each other, how I got to meet you, I just hit him up on the green, bro. Real I think I I think I reposted your video yeah. and you you responded to that. Yeah, and then from there we just started talking. That's a fact, bro. That is the most organic way I've ever met anybody that wanted to interview me. Because everybody else hits me up via email or goes through my agents. And it's like, can we set something up for the day? And then I get to know them during this conversation. Yeah. I got to know you well before this.
1: Yeah, we was on the phone for like an hour. Just bro, we was dead
0: on the phone for like a... I, bro, <laughs> at, at like the 38-minute mark, I had put my phone on speaker so I could start... Uh, I put a Pop-Tart in the fucking in the thing, in the little toaster. This you know you were on the phone just doing stupid shit. Yeah, yeah So like yeah, yeah. when I put the I put the phone right down and I go to grab the phone, like, I got on the phone for this nigga forty minutes. <laughs> like it wasn't a problem. It was just like, I'm talking to this man like it's my bestie. Like what the fuck going on? <laughs> I was like, damn. I right, so this, I knew the, the interview was gonna go like this. Oh Once yeah, we yeah. hit like forty minutes on the phone, I was like, Yeah. This is how the the, the uh, callback went with Kai. This is just the authentic oh, shit that I was talking yeah. about. It's just natural, bro. It's just natural, fact, bro. You gotta be like this to be able to to be able to like, it's real, recognized, real type shit. You gotta yeah. be like this to be able to meet people like this. Straight up, yeah, real shit. I say, bro. You gotta be authentic to get authentic back. Yeah, you can't be fake and get fake back. And when you don't find authentic, you just keep going. <laughs> oh, I keep doing it. I keep doing it. Damn, damn. Uh. <laughs> You got it. You You like that one. You like that one. All right, cool, 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 cool. Listen, as long as I serve the purpose today. You here, bro.
1: Thank you, bro. Nah, bro. Definitely, bro. So just plug yourself, you know what I'm saying? Tell everybody where to
0: find you at. My Instagram. Instagram about to go up. Yeah. Instagram about to go up. Instagram about to go up. I'm not going to lie. We
1: drop these clips and all that. We're going to do the collab. This shit going to be crazy,
0: bro. This shit going to be everywhere on on. All the reels on all the fucking posts. They're going to be tagging you. They're going to be tagging me. It's going to be Instagram stories. Everybody going to be sharing the shit. There's going to be a lot going on. You're going to see love is love in my face everywhere. So just expect that next coming days. Point being, though, um, my Instagram is AJ Ortiz. Um, my Facebook is the same, even though I don't be on that. So if you really want to like try to hit me, hit me on Instagram. Um, basically, power got your boy. As far as like anything aside from that, straight music. That is the main thing that I've been trying to focus on right now. When I do have the free time from work, I'm honing in on the music. Yeah, tap in, bro. I've developed a whole new... I learned how to do something different with my own voice. And it was like, oh, shit. It's like learning a trick. So now I'm implementing all of that, and I got a lot of music I'm trying to put out.
1: Hard. Yes, sir. So you already know what I'm saying. Instagram business moving. I'm saying Twitter business moving. TikTok business is Moving. <laughs> YouTube business moving. Love is love podcast. Everybody can't come up here. I'm saying things. everybody
0: can't come everybody up here. Everybody can't come up here. I'm right here. Yeah, I made it. Uh-huh. I made it. Uh-huh. What are you talking about New York shit, right? Yeah, New York yeah, shit. But, uh-huh. right? yeah, York shit. New that York, ass, York shit. Ass, that ass. Nah, but ass. we still fuck with y'all that's not from here though. I don't. I don't want y'all to think that it's not just New York. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. We from want all support. We don't we don't support. everybody. Love is love. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs>